This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Topics worthy of discussion for Pizzaville Pound 3636 with Dan Moulton, John Turley Ewart, and Peter Tavins. Who's the NDP's energy and climate change critic? So I'm assuming yesterday when Catherine McKenna came out with his $12 million gift to Loblaws to retrofit the refrigeration system as an incentive, uh, you saw that in a positive light, didn't you, Peter? No, I didn't, actually. Oh, okay. I think Loblaws has got enough money to do its own work. And, John, I supported cap and trade. I think companies as big as Loblaws should be paying out a lot of money. And, frankly, if they want to reduce their energy costs, they should be investing in their buildings. So Catherine McKenna... Clearly, big friend of Loblaws, making sure that a price-fixing corporation gets its support. But cap-and-trade would have actually put a burden on them to cut their energy use by imposing a charge on their energy use. Well, a carbon tax is supposed to do that. Carbon tax... Cap and trade was much better system, I think, well, regardless, for making sure it was focused on the big emitters. And Loblaws is, is big enough. The tax or cap and trade is the reason to, uh, well, it's there to change behavior. Uh, she's trying to change behavior by dispensing largesse. So, Dan, you tell me. I mean, this is all part of a $450 million fund called, and Loblaws were the beneficiaries of the champions stream of the low carbon economy fund. Sure. Uh, there are 16 so far publicly announced projects. 50, 54 have been approved. Uh, some include, you know, cleaning up tailing ponds in the oil sands and so on and so forth. Is this necessary to dispense this kind of government money or taxpayer money to these companies to do the right thing? Well, I think it helps save in the long term, right? I mean, you, you, you find that conservation programs like this that help reduce energy consumption actually save consumers' money in the long term by not requiring further build-out of our electricity system, for example. Uh So conservation programs are used for businesses and for for residential homes to reduce the overall system demand that reduces our need to build new infrastructure to to create new, uh, you know, energy. And so this has a positive system impact over time. It reduces uh, our demand as a a society. And so, yes, I think it is in part the role of government to say, okay, well, with $12 million for Loblaws, we can save taxpayers, you know, triple that, let's say, in the long term to build new gas plants for electricity. Okay, well, I, I, <laughs> all right, Johnny, why are you laughing? Well, I'm just smiling. I mean, there's nothing like, you know, patting your corporate pals on the back and slipping them a check for 12 million bucks and oh saying, you know, how, this will help wow. you with your refrigeration. That's I mean, just shameless. I, it, well, this is what the liberals do. Oh, come uh, on. Oh, this, you're just being shameless. Sorry, now. Like, what's I that? Mean, I wonder, SNC Lavalin, uh, like, oh, you know, man. this is this is the way the liberals operate. Please. So here's the question, though. If you're a small grocery store in, let's say, Manitoba, uh, and you have refrigeration issues, uh, is there any money for you from, from Ottawa? I don't think so. Is McKenna sitting down there, uh, you know, doing photo ops with the, the small grocer in small town Ontario? No. Uh, no, yeah, you know, she, there is, there is like lots of money for those people through their local electricity distribution company. Yeah. Is, There's a lot it, of accessible funding for that sort of thing. And it's shameless of you well, uh, no, to try not. and pander right now <laughs> to the lowest common denominator. You Which should think what? bigger and That's think about ridiculous. the future of this Dan, country. stop smiling. It's, it's, uh, it's radio. I mean, <laughs> your, your sarcasm is running through the, the, the microphone here. Look, there's no question that... You know, McKenna will use every opportunity she can to, you know, put forward her agenda, which is which is fine. But politically speaking, it's tone deaf at a time when you're seen to be pandering to SNC-Lavalin uh, through your DPAs that you stuff into a budget and handing off 12 million bucks, as Mr. Tabin said, to a company that was involved in a price-fixing scandal with bread. Oh, what are you thinking? Yeah. 
I mean, it's kind of weird, John, to have you as the anti-corporate voice on this panel, (laughs) uh, (laughs) given your background and outlook. But frankly, Doug Ford's done the same with his cancellation of energy efficiency projects in Ontario. Homeowners are getting beat up. Small businesses are going to be. But he's get not beat pandering up. to the big company, the big Leviathan. No, that, he's putting his money into big companies. The the programs that are left are the big companies. No, the people who are getting hit with Ford's cuts for energy efficiency really? are families. You want to bring it back into, uh, I guess, the wheelhouse of uh, let's go after Doug Ford when this is so patently overt. It's well, it's just it's the same thing, Doug Ford. Justin it's Trudeau, not the when, same it com- thing. when it comes to looking after your friends, <laughs> they both look after their friends. Oh, and the NDP don't. We look after working people. Those, mean, oh, that really? is our base. You mean all those folks sipping lattes and, and talking about climate change? Or do you mean the guys down in the Oshawa plant who are losing their jobs the, because electricity prices oh, are so well, high? the guys in Oshawa and, plant. Are those the guys? Yeah, and, and Doug Ford wouldn't guys? stand up for them. Those are the people that we're out supporting. Really? Those are the people who are saying Doug Ford is yeah, not I, supporting I, I, us. Yeah, I've noticed the corporations yeah, I think, I think are really the NDP, standing beside workers. I think the NDP's workers. actually forgotten the working class. No, That's one of your problems. No, I, I think you have. I grew up in a working class household. I'm not a guy on capital. Markets. I gather you're a capital market kind of guy, John. Oh, or you want, so you want to get personal now. Is, well, you, you, want to, you want to know about my family? You want to learn about my townhouse Why where not? I grew up in Malvern? Yeah. yeah. I worked my way up, my friend. Yeah, so did I. All right. Yeah. Uh, well, everybody's worked so themselves up. So there we got working up. class well, Everybody's yeah. worked up. Yeah, they, they worked up. Working this class is a really productive. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, you know, I got to get back to it. Topics worthy of discussion. And uh, here's another one that uh, is going to make the radar. That's uh, the pot legalization hasn't turned out to be uh, as, I guess, uh, overwhelming as they said it was going to be. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.